You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Jumbo Victor, let's start off with Singapore. They're inking a deal with African nations to boost trade. Poisana Elvis, this is a, you know, Singapore is one of those countries that do their work quietly. You you know that they were very underdeveloped, very poor, but they are now the richest or among the richest nations in the world, whether you look at it nominal GDP or GDP per capita. So the, the essence of what they're doing is that while everybody is working on the high multilateral level of BRICS, which, as you know, is a good thing, but it ends up benefiting the bigger or the larger economies like China more than the other smaller members, Singapore is going out and doing bilaterals or unilaterals with African countries. The The, the the trade that's now over $10 billion, whatever, grew from literally nothing. And because they are electronics, they are all about engineering, they are all about ICT, and they are all about running a tight government, they are going to benefit from the sense that they can identify deals that suit their interests and do the deals without the glare of the media. But yes, that is, that is what it is doing. It's targeting African countries because they know that African countries are looking for partners to finance their deals so they will bring their own technology and as you know when they bring their solutions they might bring their own people with them and be able to structure deals to suit them but I would rather do business with Singapore because they have a story that mirrors ours in that they were just as poor as most African countries are and with good leadership and determination they are where they are today. And Angola's national oil company begins its first onshore drilling. Yeah, just or just about 120 kilometers from Luanda, the, the capital. The, the, this was deactivated more than 20 years ago. You know, Angola had all kinds of problems, but at the top of it was dealing with the UNITA rebels because dealing with UNITA was always difficult because UNITA was targeting strategic assets, but also because of the dominance of the the, the Dos Santos family. The, the government was not able to be efficient in how they optimized assets. And, and uh, Angola has lots of oil, and it, it, but it, it's just a show of, of strength of the Joao Lorenzo government that they are looking at the potential that uh, Angola has always had and getting optimization and getting efficiencies out of that. They did the same with Diamond. They they, they are building refineries or they are, they are trying to get in, industrialization going on the key sectors as well as driving tourism. But it's, it's, it's part of the program that started five, six years ago when Joao Lorenzo took over, maybe it's more than five years ago. But he is trying to recover, help that economy recover. And I'm sure that knowing what this intra-Africa trade means, they, as long as they do their best basics at home, they will be fine because they are well located in the Sadek region. Another current country with lots of oil is Nigeria, where the army uncovers 12 illegal oil sites in Delta State. I must commend the government of the federal government of Nigeria here, Elvis, because they, they are dealing with a very, shall I call it, intractable problems. The, the problem of, of 
oil in Nigeria is that it always gets hit by illegal and, and very militant uh, groups that are either bunkering oil or they are, they are, they are blowing up things or they are kidnapping stuff. And although you can understand the socio-economic or the socio-political explanation for it, it's not a way to build an economy. So over the past six years or so, the government, especially with the government, Muhammad Buhari, President Muhammad Buhari, because he understood the oil industry, he, he, I find that he was more than any other president able to, to get that oil, the, the illegal side of the oil industry out of the way by identifying illegal refineries, dealing with rebel groups, and most of all being able to get the NNPC to, to get its governance in order. But most of all, the bigger picture is that with Dangote building that refinery or inaugurating that refinery, you can't have an illegal cartel or some kind of mafia operation. So by doing this, identifying these sites, identifying these refineries and sometimes destroying them, they are creating a much more predictable business environment. And that will be good for the multi-billion dollar refinery that Dangote got for the country. I thank you so much, Victor Homoshwana, the author of Oprah, uh, of Africa is Open for Business. His latest book is Africa Bounces Back. He's also the Executive Director for Marketing and Communication at the University of Limpopo. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.